Thanks for tuning in to the Female Creative Talks podcast. I love having you here and it is my mission to bring you the greatest tips, industry updates and know-how from those that have been there, done that and got the t-shirt to help you on your business journey. I know that you have it in you to grow your business and I am going to show you how. And don't forget, if you want more information on the female creative and how I can take you from idea to action, then head to my website, www.thefemalecreative.co.uk or use the link in the show notes. Now, let's get started. You are tuned in to episode five of the Female Creative Talks podcast with me, Hannah Roper, founder and director of the Female Creative. Today, I am going to be interviewing Faith Martin from Bow and Arrow. Faith is a mum to three boys and wife of one husband and owner of one small business. Originally from Portsmouth, she moved to Coventry for music college 20 years ago where she met her husband and they haven't managed to leave yet. Coffee is an essential requirement in her household, mainly due to the three boys she mentioned earlier. In her spare time, she loves nothing more than a good true crime documentary or thriller TV show alongside a massive bar of chocolate. The idea of Bow and Arrow began back in 2016. Faith's husband had secured a job in California and they were in the middle of preparing to make the move. She figured running a little print business would be a great way to build up some extra cash to help with the moving costs. Long story short, they didn't get picked in that naughty visa lottery and the whole thing came to an abrupt end. But Bow and Arrow had six months trading under its belt by then and it was here to stay. Now, Faith is actually a long-term school friend of mine. We have known each other for years and by sharing our collective experience, we want to show you how to harness, develop and use your own skill set to achieve success and grow your business. So let's get started. Welcome, Faith, to the Female Creative Talks. I am so excited to have you here. It has been a long time since we've spoken to each other. It has. Massive, massively long time, yeah. I think Lifetime. We, <laughs> lifetime. Well, a whole, chi- a whole child's lifetime since probably we last spoke to each other. Yeah. So you, and a big one at that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You are um, founder, director, doer of everything for Bow and Arrow. Um, tell us a little bit yeah. more about your business. So Bow and Arrow is a small business that I run out of this little box room. Um, I design and hand make home decor, stationery, prints, kind of a bit of everything, but kind of heading down the home decor route now, I think. I think that's kind of where we're settling. Fab. And where did the name Bow and Arrow come from? Uh... I want to tell you that there's some really deep, meaningful <laughs> thing behind it. But ultimately, I just I just kind of thought it was cool. I think at one point I was thinking print. We started out with prints. So I was thinking like, you know, kids, boys and girls, bows and arrows. It's kind of a bit of a play on that. But ultimately, I just I just liked it. But since I've decided, you know, a, an arrow is like onward and upward, right? Yes. I like that. That is deep. I love that. So you you (laughs) went to music college. So how did did. you 
been Music College and now you've ended up with a home decor, stationery, prints business. How <laughs> how did that even come about? I mean, that that's a huge, huge story. I'm much like most people, I suppose. Uh, but I don't know. I think, you know, you have all these aspirations and ideas and things that you're going to do and how you're going to change the world. And then you know, there's reality, isn't there? And there's bills that need to be paid. And, you know, you do music. Like, yep. <laughs> sometimes it's it's not quite enough. Um, and so, you know, I worked like a normal person. And then when, when I had the boys, uh, we made the decision for me to try and stay at home as much as possible. And by the third boy, I was so ready for, to do something else. And this just felt like a really kind of, not easy in the sense that it was easy, but flexible mm. flexible working I could work from home I could work around childcare. um yeah it just felt like it fitted at the time and now I don't ever want to give it up <laughs> which is amazing and yeah in terms of of creating those ideas creating those products where did the inspiration come from initially I think you know we like again like most people have been through some tricky situations and I think my my initial I was just to kind of bring a bit of hope I suppose just a bit of like you know you've got a print up on the wall as you're leaving the house and it's like yeah do you know what it's okay there's one behind me that says let's make today amazing yeah. and the, the idea was that that be by the front door it's just like before you leave the house it's like yes that's what I'm doing today you know it's it was just to bring a bit of positivity and, and a bit of hope yeah wow and in terms of then turning it into a business, so you kind of had this thought process, you wanted to stay at home um, to, to look after the boys, but then there was something in you that needed fulfilling yeah. and doing something that wasn't involved <laughs> yeah. in looking after three boys. Um, yeah. How did it go from being an idea into being a business? So I was really lucky in that I landed did a small uh, freelance job so doing artworking actually for a friend's small business so she did some personalized prints that were so different to mine but heavily personalized and she was so inundated with orders that she just needed someone to do the artwork so to get the personalized information put it in the design and send it back to her so I kind of got a little taster of what you know what needed to happen so I think that gave me a bit of confidence um and then Matt landed a job in California mm -hmm. So we were actually in the process of moving and I thought, oh, I just, I'll set up a little business to kind of help bring in some money. <laughs> but it takes a while, you know. <laughs> it does. So, yeah, so that didn't really work out. But it just, I think I had that confidence from working with someone else and then almost had that excuse of like, oh, well, I'll just do it for this. And it's temporary and it's, you know, no big deal, but. It worked out really well. <laughs> and it's still going. And how, how long ago yeah. was that then from when you started? Four years, just gone four years. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah. And I think that's something that, again, is very achievable, that you've, you've got some experience by working with another company, you've got a bit of yeah. a skill set, you've realised that you've, you enjoy doing that. And then it's like, yeah, let's, let's give it a go. And I think probably all of us have fallen into our businesses in yeah. some way yeah. and then thought, yeah. oh my God, I've actually got to learn a little bit about business so yeah what, yeah what have you learned along the way oh so much <laughs> <laughs> you know I think I don't know what it's obviously you're more of a service so I'm more products but certainly with me I was like I'll just make the products people will buy the products and that will be that sort of actually yeah there's a whole 
running a business thing, which you kind of have to do as well. You know, obviously there's accounts and stuff like that, but there's there's so much like legal information. Just yeah, the, the whole running a business thing has been a real eye opener. And actually, given the option, I'd like to not do that. Yeah. So I'd like to just do the fun, the just fun, do fun stuff. <laughs> Yeah, do all the other bits but it doesn't really work like that um yeah so all of all of that kind of stuff I've learned I I think one of the main things I've learned is that I am the USP yeah there's nothing there's nothing new under the sun is there like uh, it's highly unlikely that I'm going to come up with a product or a design that nobody's ever seen anything like it before but it's what I bring it's what I put into it the, the meaning behind it or you know whatever that's that's my business's biggest USP. And actually, yeah. I think once you get a hold of that, it gives you quite a lot of freedom just to just chill out a bit rather than being under this pressure. Like, I've got to do something brand new that no one's seen. Because mm. you can guarantee the day before you launch, you'll see on social media somebody else. Well, have done it. Like, so, yeah. So, um, yeah, that is huge. And just about valuing yourself. Mm. I think when you first start out, there's this this kind of desire to be like, right, I've just got to price everything with products. I've got to price everything, you know, a bit, bit lower than everybody else. But actually, all you end up doing is <laughs> missing out because yeah. one, people are a bit like, oh, why is it so cheap? And two, you, you're not you're not getting paid. Like, you don't get paid. So, yeah, that, that I think has been the biggest thing, just to value yourself and what you bring to mm. your business. And I think that's such a key point, whether you are product-based or whether you're service-based. I think yeah. for most people who start off their businesses, I know I, for one, absolutely underpriced my services in the early days. And yeah. I look back at the amount of work I put in for the amount I charged. I was yeah. like, no wonder I had Why so many clients <laughs> because it was a steal. <laughs> like they yeah, were walking exactly. away laughing at oh. me. And, yeah, and, that, absolutely. But that does come down to what you're saying about valuing yourself and knowing that you yeah. you are your business. It's something that I talk with my clients yeah. a lot is we talk about your business brand, but actually yeah. that's linked with your personal brand. People need to see you. They need to know you. Yeah to be able to yeah. see you're different from somebody else that's on yeah. the internet on Etsy on eBay whatever it might be yeah. so really really kind of great great things then to discover so what do you mm. wish you had known at the very start of your business journey oh uh, I think I wish I'd known that it's meant to be tricky yes I think like I say there's this kind of like I'll just make some stuff and people will buy it and actually I think it does happen for some people, but I think those people are really few and far between. And I think, you know, it's meant to be hard. If yeah. it wasn't hard, then everyone would be doing it, right? Yeah. You know, and I think just, again, just knowing that, it just gives you that little bit of freedom just to just chill the heck out of it. Yes. <laughs> just give yourself a little bit of a break and say, it's okay. And to say, you know what, I'm going to get it wrong. There's going to be stuff that I make that people hate, but that's all right because you know, you've learned not to do that again. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, you're going to make a mistake with, uh, you know, loads of stuff, accounting, ta you know, you get your tax return late. You probably won't do it twice because yeah. the fines are massive, you know. It's like all of that stuff, it is it is hard. There's a lot to learn. It's a huge, steep learning, cu learning curve. And mm. I think if I'd been a bit easier on myself in the early days, it just would have been a slightly less painful <laughs> process. But, you know, you never learn. Yeah. Um and and I think again that's that's something that everyone you you go into you build a business and if you're good 
at your offering, whether it be product, whether it be service, you, yeah. you're automatically programmed to think, well, yeah, this is going to be easy because I know I'm a great coach <laughs> or I know I'm a great designer. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, actually thinking to yourself, this is going to be hard, but it's okay because it's going to be worth it. Yeah. And I think it's really easy to see, you know, everybody's highlights on social media yes. and go, oh, well, it's easy for them, you know, and we all know, don't we, that social media is a beast. But it is. It's- I think that's one of the other things I wish I'd known, actually. You know, comparison just robs you of oh. all the joy. Oh, it, it so. really, really does. And I've actually written a blog on that. It's on my website at the moment because that mm. was something that I, I am my own worst enemy for comparison and I've had to take some real well-being steps especially with social media to unfollow accounts that trigger me through no fault of their own it's it's my brain that's causing me problems um but you know kind of interestingly as well around that that seeing that success reel seeing that highlights reel I was actually having a conversation with my husband today um because in his mind he's kind of like well well, how do you know when your business is a, is a success? When will you be mm. earning the same amount as your full-time income? You're putting all this effort in. And I'm like, babe, yeah. you know, business don't just happen <laughs> overnight. It takes time. And my... It's only. Yeah, and my my <laughs> aim, whether it be with the singing, whether it be with my country music festival, whether it be with my coaching business, is to make a profit in the first year. Yeah. Now, between right. between you, me and the listeners, that profit could be one pound. <laughs> that's fine it's profit it's profit um claim the victory yeah (laughs) yeah exactly so I think it's understanding that as well that it's not unusual for businesses to break even or even make a loss in their first year because it takes time to learn everything so that takes us really nicely then onto what would be your top three tips for anyone wanting to start a business okay number one would be do your research, do your research, just, you don't need to know, you know, you don't need to be a lawyer in intellectual property to run a product-based business, but you need to know, you know, the basic do's and don'ts, you know, you need to have an idea of what is going to get people really cross and what isn't, you know, there's some things that is really important to know, those, those are those things, Um, you know, general, even just general things, like it's a minefield at the moment, obviously Brexit, but you know, returns and refunds, what's the, you just need to know before you're in that situation of like, mm. ah, what do I do? It's just a good idea to do a bit of research. But my number two is just go for it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you're, obviously you want to try and be as prepared as you can, but you will never be 100% prepared. It's like when people are thinking about having children and they say, oh, we're going to have a baby when we've saved enough money. Yes. Like that. It when we've happens. read enough books, when we are exactly. in this particular house or near this particular school, just you just get on with it there's never, never a right time happens. to have small yeah, humans <laughs> exactly and you know obviously you want to be prepared but at the same time you just you learn so much more in doing yeah and then my third is actually try and build yourself a community of similar you know people in similar fields or complementary fields social media is amazing like it's it's awful it's amazing you know it's amazing and awful all at the same time <laughs> yeah but you know the community that you can foster on there is brilliant and then that just gives you that encouragement you know if you're struggling or you actually you get to see that other people struggle as well and that yes. obviously is just reassuring not that you want other people <laughs> to struggle but you're just like oh good it's not just me so yeah yeah I think that's really important Etsy is amazing in that it has local teams wow. which just really helps you know just broaden your kind of um little bubble from 
your box room on your own. So, um, yeah, just and, and yeah, stuff like that is really helpful because it can be really lonely being a yeah. business owner, um, especially because most people are starting their businesses up from home because of mm. the pandemic, because of everything that's going on in the world. Um, yeah. So it can be really, really lonely. So actually having yeah. that community, and I think you're absolutely right in in knowing that people are in the same boat as you and not because you yeah. want other people to not be successful. It's not about that at all. It's, not at all, it's no. knowing that you're normal. Well, as normal as yeah. we all are, yeah. but it's having that that yeah. relatability with with people, and that's definitely something that I see within my group coaching membership. Is although we've got people or women from lots of different industries, their commonality yeah. is they're all a business owner and a small business yeah. owner, and they have those mm-hmm. ups and downs, and they have those moments yeah. where they think, "What the hell am I doing? And why am I doing this?" <laughs> Yeah. When when then we can say, well, that's okay because I felt like that last week, and this is what I did to to kind of overcome it, or I'm I'm not over it yet, and I'm still in that yeah. place. Um, uh, I think that really yeah. really does help to build that community. It does, yeah. Just having someone to talk it through with as well, you know, and you know, what would you do in this, or you know, yeah. what. If I, am I am I going crazy? Am I wrong? You know, it just yeah. really helps, doesn't it? Oh, so, massively. Yeah. So we yeah. um, we are coming to the end of the interview. It feels like it's whizzed by. Um, so no. I really, really appreciate you joining me today and taking time out of not only your busy business schedule, but the fact that you have three boys at home, all of different ages, all having to do their homeschooling as well. Um, so tell people, really yes, yeah, not easy <laughs> at all. Tell um, Tell everyone where they can find you. So on Instagram, we are Bow Arrow UK. On Facebook, we're Bow Arrow UK. Our website is actually hopefully launching today, but <gasps> by the time this podcast goes out, it should be should be up flying. and launched so, and ready. Yeah, which is really exciting. So um, and that is www.bowarrowuk.com. Fab. Uh, and we're on Etsy as well. It's Bow and Arrow UK. Great. Yeah. So Bow and Arrow UK all mm-hmm. over the place go and all check out um faith's amazing products i have several i've got a print um <laughs> that hangs up in my downstairs toilet because you know wh- when better to motivate yourself when you know you're using the toilet exactly. um and i also yeah. had some of your wonderful christmas decorations as well which were absolutely oh, yeah. gorgeous so thank you Yay. so much for joining me today to end the That's interview i ask all of my guests to finish these three sentences so i'll read each one out in turn and you just need to finish it so the first one is if I can start my let me start again if I could start my business again I would be braver because the sky will not fall if you get it wrong you know although there are some really bad mistakes to make but generally (laughs) try and avoid those ones you know the sky won't fall so yeah just be braver just go for it okay the second sentence is I am happiest in my business when Honestly, people buy my stuff. <laughs> so go and buy Faith stuff and it makes her really but, happy. But also, on a slightly more professional response, is I love getting a great review mm. because, you know, when people say like, oh, yeah, we've got this and it's brilliant and it looks great and it's really motivational or made my Christmas tree look great, that's that's brilliant. So, I'll, yeah, good I'll make sure I'll go and do that later. <laughs> that was a tell for me that was a tell for me (laughs) and the last one is three words I would use to describe my business are well I've gone style wise so Mm. monochrome yep handmade minimalistic 
Oh, I love that. Thank you. Thank you. That was so- the hardest question, was it? by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Is that because I limited you to three words and you wanted a whole load more? I don't know. I just found it really difficult. It's like, I can't even think of three. <laughs> it's just... But I did it. I did it. And I think for anyone who's listening on the podcast, obviously I can see you because we're doing this via Zoom. Um, But for anyone that's listening, you are staying within theme because also your top that you have on right now is is monochrome. monochrome. So your branding is on point. Well, I'm going to be honest. I've got two tops that aren't black, white or grey. Oh, yeah but that's fine that's still on brand you're just living and breathing your business I am my brand yeah (laughs) so if you want to check out Faith's products then it is Bow Arrow UK across social media website Etsy Um, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you today thank you so much for joining me and thank you to all of you guys for listening in as well Um, it is you know an absolute joy of mine to be able to talk to all of these incredible business owners and I really really hope that you're getting something out of all these episodes so thank you again and I will talk to you all very very soon if you have loved what you have heard on this week's episode I would be eternally grateful if you could head to iTunes leave a five-star review and hit that subscribe or if you are on Spotify hit that follow button Spreading the word about the female creative talks really is the best way to grow my little podcast and achieve even greater things. Thank you so much for your love and support. And don't forget, if you want more info on the female creative and how I can take you from idea to action, then head to my website, www.thefemalecreative.co.uk. Follow me on social media and reach out and say hi. All of the links you need are in the show notes. Thank you again and I will speak to you very, very soon.